it's time to go back to work. There's a lot to do. We have things to make, stuff to build, cargo to ship, customers to serve. So grab a five-hour energy and get ready. For 16 years, through good times and bad, 5-Hour Energy has been there helping hard-working people get stuff done. It's time to go back to work. Let's roll up our sleeves and get going. For more information and to order online, visit 5hourenergy.com. At JCPenney, we know you miss us, and we miss you. So, what if we said we had a store that's open all day, every day? We do. It's jcp.com or the JCPenney app. Need a swimsuit? We've got them. Something new and cute for summer? Look no further. Exclusive JCPenney brands plus your favorite national brands? Yes and yes. Check our site for the latest coupons. And when you spend $49 or more, standard shipping is free. JCPenney. Exclusions apply. See jcp.com for details. Everybody, the Lunacy Podcast. My name is Tony. I'm here with Dave and David, Dave Stevens, David Sterling. I'm Tony Bourbonanzi. We are coming to you guys live, not live. Sorry, recording, recording live, recording from Dual Citizen. As if they should not know, because we're here all the time. We're here all the time now. This is like our uh, brewery now. Practically. It's, it's number weird. four, right? Number four? Or three? It's the fourth time I've been here. But the third time was a special. Yeah. It wasn't really... So, Max and I are now close. Right. We chatted, you know. But, uh, so we're back here again. We're here because t was here before the big opening game for Allianz Field today. Yeah. Which is... God, we're going to talk about it a little bit. Yeah. Just a little, Tony? Oh, we're going to talk about we're, We'll okay. devote like two minutes and 38 well, seconds. Let's make yeah. sure we get to that before we finish. We just, yeah. I've yeah. got to know. So I want to say before we get started, you can find us on Spreaker, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeart, Stitcher, TuneIn, BGN.FM. We're part of the Beautiful Game Network, BGN.FM. We're also part of the Minnesota Podcast Network. That's podcast, M-I-N-N, dot com. So... Before we get into today's game, let's talk about last week's game. Very, very, very briefly. Briefly. I mean, it's worth bringing up. Of course it is, because we won the game. Yes, another, the third road victory of the season. Yeah. I, I was just two weeks ago, we were sitting here kind of talking about, do we need to be in panic mode after two consecutive losses? Yeah. Right. But, I mean, last week's game and... Sterling will talk about it a little bit. Could define the season, right? I mean, I, I, I think it could. It could have. I mean, I think if there's a, a valid use of that term, yeah. a win on the road to New York Red Bull, that's that's pretty big. And it, and I and I actually agree with you on that one because last week's game we went into. We had lost to New England. Right. We had lost the week before to... Uh, LA Galaxy. LA Galaxy. So we're coming two losses in a row. And yep. we had... Those teams have proven, I mean, shown that they can beat us. Yep. We're doing a little research about how to go about yeah. it. Attack, pressing the wings. Yep. So last week's game was kind of a show-me game. Yep. And we came out and won the game 2-1. to one. But... It wasn't a great game. No. It, well, I, no, yeah, I, I wouldn't say it was phenomenal. We didn't play spectacularly, but the tactics, the tactics were, good. were spot on. We were starting with tactics, so let's say that we didn't have DQ. Right. And we didn't have Miguel Barr. But, I mean, and two that, guys were missing. And that's why, I mean, I know I had predicted a loss in that game. Yeah. Uh, I think you had as well. Or no, yeah, I, I did. I chose yeah, I did. a draw. You had a draw. Yeah. But we we weren't very positive for no. those reasons. Missing Darwin, missing Ibarra. 
Um, but that being said, I mean, you know, if we want to go full circle, it was a team. I think the reason it was, I don't, I think it, I could, I'm not going to call it spectacular. It wasn't spectacular, but no, it was, it, I would call it a good game. It was, to use like Adrian Heath's words, it was a team it was game. A team effort. Team game. Yeah. And so uh, we played a 4-4-3. Four, four, a 3-4-3. Three, three. Uh, yes. 3-4-3. Three, three. A 4-4-3 four, four, would not be possible. No, I'm sorry. Mathematically impossible. Well, you can pull the goalkeeper out. That's true. I suppose good. Let's, before we get any farther, I've been drinking a lot since we got to the game at noon today. So, I I haven't, but I, I have a bit of a, I don't know, head cold cough, fever, something. And I'm still trying to recover from my three-week-long yeah, cold laryngitis. laryngitis crap. So Which we'll talk about in the second half of this podcast, because how a guy has laryngitis for that many weeks... I mean, what the hell are you doing? You know. Yeah. But we had that going on. There was a lot of bad passing in the first half from the Loons. Yeah. I mean, we talked about this before, how the Loons this year seemed like their passing has been kind of not on It's point. been weird. It's been weird. Yeah. Not taking up. We, Sterling, you and I talked about this guys who get the ball and pass it right away. Right. Instead of making a play on the ball, beating a guy or two, and then make another pass later. Yeah. It's like hot potato. Yeah, it, it, it's like they they think they need to pass as soon as they get the yeah. ball. Yeah. yeah. And, and they don't think about anything else. Yeah. yeah. And so a team that's struggling with possession like MNUFC, isn't that, you know, you'd think that'd be something they work on is maybe going to those higher percentage you know, but that they just—it almost is like they refuse to play that game, that exactly. kind of behind the ball possession game. I'm not saying they necessarily should, but they do need to work on maybe their yeah. I mean, I choices. think comes down there, to there's choices. an argument to you know playing less possession, but there's a there's a balance. It doesn't have to be 50-50, but no. if you're hitting like 70-30 every game, that's not good. No, and that and that's where. I mean, they ended up, the MNUFC ended up with, you know, 30% possession for that game. And, and the first half wasn't much better. It might have been slightly better. But even though the, the, the Loons had a um, two-goal lead, you know, early, what, at basically just after halftime. Yeah. But the numbers wouldn't have led you to believe that necessarily. Right. So, I mean, my only thoughts on the game are the tactics. You know, I think it, it's always... People make a lot of Adrian Heath never really picking the right game plan. He nailed the game plan. We had, you know, we did well against two poor opponents. Then we go to L.A. and then we go to New England and they they shut down our wings. And he did exactly what a manager is supposed to do. Yeah, Yeah, right. It was was a unique game in the sense that, um, I don't like Cal Williams and Kendra, I don't think they, they they really struggled to find anyone to complain about or to say, right. well, he had so and so had a bad performance. Yeah. Real quick, we don't do this as much, but just going back and looking at some of the stats, the Audi index, kind of a unique situation for this game in the sense that no Minnesota United player had a negative Audi index score, which is actually a bit unusual. For that, that is very for that unusual score. for this team. Yes. Yeah. In fact, the regular the. Lowest score was uh, Finlay at 199, but that's the lowest. So yeah, that's that. That's pretty good. There wasn't a lot to complain about. But the biggest thing I want to talk about in this game, though, guys, is that the fact there's no DQ, no Miguel, and we played decent. And they played decent. Angelo Rodriguez had a lot of great touches. He did. A lot of people I see online, Twitter, uh, social media, giving Angelo a lot of shit. Oh yeah, and, and we told them to play too much, right? And 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 my deal is this: if he holds up the play one time out of five times, he's going to have a good thing going on. Yeah, and he and he did exactly that against yeah. you know, like what Aaron Long and Parker, That's you know, right. the central backs for the Red Bulls are very talented. Former, very. you know, U.S. men's national team representatives. And yep. he was able to do exactly that. He yep. he set up the first goal, assisted in the first goal to Dunlady. So, I mean... Exactly he, right. And it, So, when those people complain online about Angelo holding up the play, 
I always say, well, he's holding the play because the guys need to get up, get in position, and then he'll give it to him. Right. And if he gives up the ball four times out of five, so what? But that one time out of five, he makes a good pass, and it leads to a goal or a chance. That's better than nothing. Right. It is. And, you know, I mean, that's the that's the point of that type of play. It's not it's not really necessarily pretty. Yeah. Oh. And it it's not supposed to be. That's okay. It it's very utilitarian. It does its job. And it you get the you get the opportunities you need to get. And it's dependent on the teammates right. to help out. Yeah. So quickly into this game, guys. Um Dunlady started. Yes. Romario came in for him after the half, I think. He actually subbed out Dunlady. Dunlady yeah. was subbed out at the halftime. And yeah. there was a little bit of speculation as to why. Was he injured uh, or was it just a matter of them managing his minutes? Now, we no. saw Dunlady at the end of today's game. Yeah. So hopefully it was the latter. They were just kind of managing his minutes. But it didn't take long for uh, Romario's presence to be felt. That is for sure. Of course. Sure. Five minutes exactly. And so we win this game two to one. I think it was kind of a a game that can go far in this year. Yeah. It's an away game. We had six points coming into this game. Now we have nine. It was, it was big. I mean you either you either come home with nine or six points or or I mean they could have came home with seven like I had predicted. But the thing is, winning three games on the road this early in the season well, it, sets the tone for the rest of the year. Yeah, and it, you need points where you can get them. Yeah. And it, so that's a good thing. And I do apologize for the sound. Um, <laughs> this it, is it did uh, seem to get just a little bit louder. DJ night here at Dual Citizen. And we're all struggling with our voices, yeah, and it's loud, yeah. so it might be yeah. a little rough. We will do our best. There's going to be some chanting going on. Yeah, there might be. There I might be assume so. A little bit. So, while we're on here right now, I do want to say we're at Dual Citizen. We had to talk about what we're drinking right now. Right. And that's a big thing, because last episode, we were here to, well... We were here to make the beer that we're drinking right now. Well, what I'm drinking. You're drinking. We all had yes, some before. Yes, we did. Had one before. The so, game. it's it's True North... Yeah. Pre-prohibition yeah. ale. Style ale. Yeah. Style ale. Fantastic, fantastic beer. It is beer. good. Um, and what did, you, it. what did you liken, liken it to? So, Shell's uh, Brewery in New Orleans has a deer brand. It's just like this. This beer is a little bit more, they have a little more uh, flavor to it. But deer brand is like this one here. Yeah. Cool. So, yep. Good stuff. So, also... As we go into the next, this game, we're going to have potentially some New York City fans. Yeah, we have some New York City fans here. Uh, we have some T&E guys here. Yep. So, after the break, we'll talk about it. And Dave almost hurt himself. Dave almost killed himself on that one. So, the game. Let's get to the game. Okay, so let's go. Let's go again. Um... So, you guys, this is the first game at Allianz Field. And Stevens broke his chair. So, get that. But here's the deal. First game, Allianz Field. Um, excitement was, I mean, everybody was pumped up for this game. Yeah. For a week before this game, there was things in the paper, online, MLS. Yeah. I mean, you, everybody, everybody looked at the stadium before this game. I mean, it was it was freaking fantastic. Yeah. So, I'm going to say that Dave and David and I sat in the Lunacy Podcast seats. Yes. Which are technically Sterling's season ticket seats. And, and sorry yeah. for my technical difficulties earlier. Yeah, I was I was trying to talk to our friends from NYFC, yeah. NYCFC, All right. and hopefully we will be able to talk to them after the break. But so, did you mention that 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 uh, 
today's game was our first. I did. Okay. Yes. You did. I just, well, I'd like to reiterate um, that now because I think that's <laughs> special. So we started. We started here at Dual Citizen with TNA guys. We went down. We took the light rail down. There was a shit ton of people outside. Oh yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Inside the concourses was freaking nuts. Right, and that we'll get to that after the break. But I will say that there is no better stadium to play. It's fantastic. Than all the honest field. Yeah. So, let's get in the game a little bit, because we all watched it. We have been drinking a little bit. We have. So our game Andy. replay might be not great. Well, and on top of that, everything we're going to say is really eye test. Because yeah. it was literally live. We it didn't get live. to... Really look at anything again? Didn't get to look at the replays, Everybody take knows. notes like we usually do. Yeah, so but. it's all kind of it'll be interesting. This, we don't usually do podcasts so, like this, so yeah. First goal of the game was well, was Ozzy Alonso, and that's Ozzie what I, that's what I wanted to mention is just not. I I always complain about it, so I'm not even going to say it. But I'm just I'm just glad that the first goal in a regular season game at Allianz Field was scored by a Minnesota Loons player, which I said you guys a text and said. It wouldn't surprise me at all if New York scored the first goal. Right. And, and we, oh yeah, before the game, I sent you a text and said it wouldn't surprise me if Ozzy Alonso scored the first goal. No, you didn't. Oh, sorry. No, you didn't. Okay, we we very clearly had that conversation. Oh, no, that no yes. one that's in bullshit. this group that's bullshit. even bullshit. would have guessed that that's bullshit. the case. Bullshit. Bullshit. I think Vegas odds would have been a hundred to one long shot on that. Yes, but. That, so we get that we get that uh, we get that first goal from Ozzy. That was fun to watch. He just teed was, that up. Yeah, he teed and, it yeah. Up. off his Guys, right foot. The excitement from that first goal. Oh, yeah. I, I was a little weirded out by the Tony and Dave sandwich. We hoped, but I would like to say it wasn't necessarily reciprocal. I was I was kind of forced. Into that, well, so you, it was you the were, first goal at the stadium. You were Come in the on. middle of it. I yeah, was just, I, I was just following along with Tony's lead. Uh, I yeah, like, I mean, okay. I was just kind of like, oh, so this is happening. Okay, Come on, it should happen. It's at Allianz Field. That's exactly what he looked like. That's bad podcasting, but he he kind of grimaced. Yeah, we did. It was a group hug. It was at Allianz the Field. Emotions the emotions were running high at that time. It was amazing. I'm yeah. sorry. Did yeah. I make feel? They make feel not good about this. <laughs> It it, it it questioned question made me question things. Yeah, you talk to HR about it. Yes. Wait, HR. we don't have HR. Who's or, HR? You know, we could instead of talking about Ozzy's goal, we could talk about his harsh yellow card. Because, just a few yeah. minutes earlier, that was a bit bad. I don't think that's. But the fact of the matter was, at Dave. I mean, so the United scores the first goal at all. That was important. That was wonderful yeah. to see. I mean. Can we ask for anything better than that? No, no. No. I mean, I suppose we could have asked for scoring three goals before conceding or something like that. But, no, honestly, that's that's a dream scenario because, don't, don't get me wrong, the atmosphere in that building would have been amazing even if NYCFC scored yeah. first. But just to get that first one under but, your belt. It, but we scored that first goal. I don't think there was. What, Tony, would you say, I don't think there was. In my opinion, maybe I'm wrong. Do you think there was any nervous tension in the building before? Oh, that sure, goal? there was. I, oh, I, I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, because we all know what's going to happen. We all know what could happen. Yeah. I mean, how many times have we given up the ba- first goal? A lot of times. Here's the thing, though: we score that first goal, and the pressure's all off, right? Yes. Right. And then, which is a great thing because it only took three minutes before they before and then they what equalize. happens? Three minutes we, later, we give up. We gave up a goal. A goal that should have been easily stopped. Yeah, that's right. But Michael Boxel yeah. was apparently in New Zealand yeah. when he should have been at Allianz Field. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... It was too soft. It was just too easy. Yeah. I think about it this way. We got the first goal. We gave the second goal easy. There's yeah. our deal. So... We're one to one. This already gets foggy for me because I don't remember well, things. Well, Tony, 
It wasn't one to one for very long. No, it was. If it you wasn't. remember that, about two minutes in the 18th minute, NYF, NYCFC scored again to make it two to one. That's right. That's right. And and th- now at this point, from a game flow perspective, you're starting to think, oh boy, oh boy. Yeah, that's right. You know, that's it's right. two to one. Yeah. We're down. I mean, two goals within two minutes. And on top of that, it was Michael Boxel again. Again, yeah, I was I was yeah. having a beer into my left bridge, and I remember being pissed off. Yes. Yeah. Right. And it again, I think we can talk about this now, even though the third goal kind of goes into this as well. It was meant. It's mental lapses. Every single damn goal yeah. we give up. Is, yeah, it was. It's mental lapse. Mental lapse. You could play a good game, and you make a stupid decision. You, you love. Yeah, you'd love to credit NYFC on, on their goals and say, wow, you know, you just have, the no. movement, the passing. The, sure, yeah. I, mean, I would, I don't, though. But that's I not would, what that was. I, I, I don't want to take too much away from them. They, I mean, they obviously created the goal. But yeah. it's still, my God, how difficult is it to just do your job? It's not. I mean, obviously it's easy for us to say because we're not out there. But they're being paid to do this. We play this game for two years now. This is the year number three. Yeah. Do your freaking job. Exactly. And for two years, we saw guys not do their freaking jobs. And now we saw Boxel do it twice. And and so I said this to you, I think. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, I think it's, it's we're at a point where Brett Kelman needs to come in. I, I don't yeah. think Boxel should play, should, should start again next next game. I, I really don't. Uh, it's tough for me to agree with you, but I am, I almost have to. I've been a Boxer fan for a, over you a have, year now. I and really I mean, have, I've but. been pretty okay with him too. I mean, but at this point, he's made a lot of mistakes early on in the season. Two goals to, can be credited to him here. I, you see, with me, it's I like, think it is. Boxer, one of those guys who've been around for a long time. And I think he gets a lot of, I think he gives him a lot of leeway. Yeah. But after today's game, yeah. You almost have to say, maybe you're not the player I thought you were. Well, and it, there was even one that ended up not being anything. Yeah. Where uh, I think it, I can't remember the names of the players. I believe it was number 10. Asshole guy? The blonde hair dude. I'll call him asshole. Um, he got in behind the line. Yeah. Because Boxel let him. Oh, are yeah. you talking about Maxi Morales? They're, yeah. They're play, number 10, they're playing yeah. yeah. What's and his it, name? Maxi Morales. Asshole guy? Uh, I think it's Maxi Morales. I will call him asshole guy. Okay. Maxi Whoa. asshole guy. You know why I call him asshole guy? Because he's been he a... getting on the ground all the time. Oh, not, you're not talking. Oh, maybe we're talking about different guys. Well, no, he did too. Guys. He did too. Yeah. Uh, but, I, again, it was one of those situations where... He had a really good chance on goal, and it was all Boxel's fault. He, he played him onside, and then he was way out of position at that. I, I mean, I don't know. Well, so, let's go. To, let's go to next game. Let's go to next goal, which which is our goal again. It's fast and furious here, so we no. will be talking about the fourth goal inside of twenty minutes. Exactly. Which none of us was expecting to no. see four goals in the first twenty minutes. No. It was. You know, man of the the man of the hour here. We've been talking about him already, Angelo Rodriguez, with a beautiful assist from our man Ethan Finley, yeah. Duluth, Minnesota. Duluth, Duluth native, Marshfield, Wisconsin. No, it was a beautiful he's from, assist. He's from Wisconsin. You know, and actually, it was nice to see Angelo get that header. He took yeah. that header low into the ground, one hopped it into the back of the net, which was nice because he nearly nearly had one earlier. A headed. He had yeah. a headed attempt and he over ti- the bar. And he timed the head a little off, heading, and jumped a little. Yeah, and, and to be fair, I think we talked about the service on the first one was yeah. a little high. But Ethan Finley couldn't have placed it in a better spot for him. Yeah. It was right there. He was right in I front mean, of goal. Yeah. And actually, see, Jan Gregis got another assist. Jan did, and to see that whole play happen, that was uh, poetry in motion. It was. It was and great. It, it tells you what we can do. Of course. And again, we did really well on the edges. We, we got the pressure that we needed. And that's that's what we need to do. Now, again, you're going to see teams say, okay, L.A. pressured the edges. 
New England pressured the edges. Red Bull didn't so much. New York City didn't. Oh, what do we have to do? Pressure the edges. So it'll be interesting to see. Now, I was a bit surprised that we came out the way we did. I thought we'd do a 3-4-3 again with how successful it was. But, you know, I mean, it, the game plan for the most part was working because the goals that we gave up were stupid mistakes again. Yeah, I mean, the whole game plan was working. Yeah, and so we get to the third goal. And our third goal. And well. I, and it, I kind of want to bring somebody from New York in. We're kind of speechless. Why? Because I want to know what they want to say we'll, about. we'll bring it up again with them, but it, it's a, we're, we're all a little bit speechless just because it's not something you see every day. No, it's not. Every year, this is something it's that not. you rarely see at this level. You just no, don't. you don't. So, of course, we're referring to the um, the own goal yeah. by NYCFC's goalkeeper, Sean Johnson, who he misplayed a pass. Some, you know, well, a defender no. passed it to him, and he, my, my thoughts on what happened was he was trying to receive a pass, and he was going to one-time another pass forward. Maybe the ball had a bit of spin on it, but he just whiffed on it actually ended up kicking it backwards into his own goal. But I was talking to Surly about this, and I said he had two, two, two things to do there. Kick the ball far or stop it. And his brain, he was in the middle of both those things. That's why I went past him. No, no, no. I, I disagree. I, I think... He no. wasn't deciding what to do. He, he was, was. He was going to. He in his mind, he was going to be passing so. that ball. I don't again. think so. I think it was a complete whiff. It was a whiff on a pass. It was a whiff on a pass. He yeah, meant I, to kick that I ball. I still out. haven't seen a replay that says he made well, contact with. If you want to see a replay, just tune into Sports Center tonight because it's going to be on the Sports Center not top ten. I've got a notice, notification on my phone. SC hashtag SC not top ten. I think he was oh, in between no. dots. And here's how ESPN describes it: New York City FC keeper Sean Johnson misplays pass to gift Minnesota. No, a goal. I think he was in between dots. I think he was. I, I'm not convinced he made contact. So, yeah. oh, I think he was in between. Oh, I'm thoughts. convinced he made contact. Absolutely no. convinced. He was in between thoughts, stopping it or I'm, kicking it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I saw it. I saw the but replay on the screen, but I'm, I don't think he... Here's the deal, guys. Yeah. What does it matter? It doesn't. That's the goal for us. Okay, Dave yeah, We can't see this on... I, we can't see this. I, he didn't make contact. No, they'll show it close. Dave is trying to show us on a podcast. Yeah. We cannot see this on the podcast. He didn't make contact. Dead air. I, I stand... Right. That is not his own right. This right. is interesting because, yeah, it's bad pot, but we are watching the same replay, and I'm convinced right. that he did make contact. You're convinced All right. that he didn't. All right. All right. Either way, he got it credit. It doesn't matter. We got a third goal. He got a third he, goal. And, and Sean Johnson got credit yeah. for an own Hello. Yeah. All right. All right. So we're at 3-2, right? Right. Then what happens? Uh, bad ref work. We went to half. Well, I mean, I don't even think we have to get to that yet. I mean, it was just, it was some rough play. I mean, it was just, I, we didn't do well. We gave a lot of possession in New York City. And they got a free kick in a really dangerous area. And Francisco Calvo fell asleep. He did. He's very sleepy. Which I am, actually. We're all sleepy. Yeah. This is a late podcast for us. Yeah. I, I have to admit, like, at that point, when, when, when we got that gift and it went to 3-2, yeah. I, I really had the feeling that, that they were going to take three points out of the opener. I really did. I also too. It was... I, I unfortunately... <laughs> they scored that third goal while I was in, while I was in the line. Now, we'll, we'll talk about Allianz later, but... Okay, so, boys, we're 3-3 at this point. No, we're 3-2. 3-2. Well, now 3-3, three, three. yes. 3-3. Three, three. Sorry. Yeah. So. I forgot what we were talking about. We're all kind of going, 
Dave's original. Now, so Sterling sends out a text message before the games. Said, "What's your guys' score for the games?" Yeah. And Steven said seven to six. I did originally, and I almost put it. And he almost, almost put, it. put it on. And I said, "Are you on?" I pretty much said, "Are you on crack?" But then, when this happened, I'm like, "That could be true." Well, it they could were certainly on. They were on pace well, for like twelve goals. I mean, even two two. It was like, well, this could be, yeah. But so we get in the end of the game, guys, and the refs like did some weird shit. I'm pretty sure the le- the ref left the stadium yeah. without his body. Well, I think so, too. Because, I mean, it made no sense. I mean, it was like the, the the level to which he allowed that game to get away from him, and it he was calling fouls when there wasn't anything, and he was letting the, some crazy stuff go. Crazy. He swallowed his whistle. At the end of the game. And I'm telling you, there's a couple plays on us, a couple plays on New York. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was both ways. Both ways. I mean, after the melee. Where, oh, there was a melee, yeah. Uh, which, again, I don't know the name of the players. Uh, number number eight, I think his name was. Number eight. Who's number eight? Ah. Um, Alexander Ring. Yeah. He fell down. Yeah. Uh, and then they get into a scrap because Ozzy, I think it was, was trying to restart or something. And they start shoving each other. And at this point, I'm pretty sure we should have probably seen cards. And for whatever reason, the referee does nothing. Yeah. Exactly and then right. immediately after that, Wow. We had a clear yellow card that, that he didn't even call a foul. I know, yeah. and it was just like whatever. And so, what do you, I mean, we're talking about just so we know, we're talking about the referee Alan Kelly. Yeah. He, he's not a rookie. He's been active refereeing in the MLS since 2014. In fact, in 2016, he was actually named the uh, referee of the year for Major League Soccer, and he uh, he was selected to referee the uh, Toronto Cup. Toronto FC, Seattle, Sounders, right, right. MLS Cup. So he's not a rookie. But yeah. Here's the thing. I looked at that last five minutes of this game, and it was a goat rodeo. It was, yeah. It was a goat rodeo. Nobody knew what the fuck they were doing. Yep. Referees were calling plays, not calling plays. I, it was like, what the are you guys doing? Exactly. And we're all been saying, in the Lunacy Podcast seats, Dave Sterling seats, Davis Services, not Lizzie Backhand, sorry about that. Uh, saying, what is going on? Yeah. You know, I, I I, can't even explain it. Yeah, I mean, it was just, it was bizarre. It really was. It was crazy. And I mean, both both teams have have arguments to make. Yeah. I mean, so, it really is. We come out of this game. With a draw. With a draw. A oh, rare draw. Wait, we should we should mention Ike, Ike. left with the what looked to be a nasty. Yeah, he did, well, yeah. It was blood, blood in the field. He got cut yeah. badly, so we'll just have to hope he wasn't concussed. Yeah, I mean, because we don't know. He was certainly so, cut bad. But you know, a little fun fact: When was the last time the Minnesota United earned a draw in any competition? Um, I'm gonna. S- LA Galaxy? No, it was uh, it was it was obviously last year, but it was September fifteenth of last year at Real Salt Lake. Oh, Salt Lake! Okay. So it's been a while. I was thinking it was way back to oh. LA Galaxy last year. Yeah, but saying that we should have won this game. We should have. Getting a draw is, I mean, that's ten points now. We're at ten yeah. points. Okay. We're in the playoff hunt. Oh yeah, yeah. We're up there. I mean, of course. LA uh, FC LAFC and everybody else way above everybody else yeah and we're in the 5th or 6th or 7th position whatever it is but the deal is this this should have been 3 points for us yeah 3 points 
I agree completely. I mean, going to this game, the energy was behind us. Yeah. I mean, we'll talk about this in the next half of this podcast. But the fans, the fans were, the energy was incredible. Right. And that has to feed to the guys down on the field. Yeah. And it, so I I think something that has to be mentioned is after the New England game, people asked, all right, what is the common denominator with our failures from last year to this year? And I don't remember if I brought this up on last episode or if it was between us. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, it was clearly they were hinting at Adrian Heath. Tonight's game shows you the common denominator yeah. between our failures last year and this year. It's Michael Boxel it and Francisco Calvin. Yeah. And it, what does that mean? I don't know. I mean, I could tell you what it could mean. Well. But the reality is, I, I think we're a, better, we're a significantly better team this year. But we still have those mental mistakes that are attributed to very specific players. I mean, before we chop off here, guys, let's talk about this a little bit. Sterling brought up an interesting point about Calvo and Boxel, right? Let's talk about it for a couple minutes here. Do you think, because of the new players in coming in, and their degree of, I mean, they're better than the, what it used to be. Do you think they're kind of lagging behind? I mean, think, it's possible. Do you think Calvin Boxel are still playing the game from last year? Yeah, it, it could be. I mean, I think, I think Calvo is a better player than we see sometimes. He is. I I know he is. I I'm not so sure of Michael Boxel. I think he's the player that we see. Um, and putting him next to Opara, yeah. he's not as good as I. I mean, he's not. So I think he's a little bit more obvious. So well, as he it, continues from last year, it gets more glaring when he's next to somebody that's so much better. Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. It stands out a yeah. lot more this year than it did last year. Right. Mm. Are we seeing a Schuler type of thing? No. 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 We're not. I don't think so. So, Schuler, of course, has not played well with the others. And he didn't look great today. Other than no. the, his, he did have a shot that was decent. But Calvo, I think, has looked. He's looked good. Looked good. I mean, if I was to give him a one to ten, I'd give him a seven, six maybe. What I have to say, I have a feeling that they don't like almost like Calvo and Boxel. With this new lineup, they're they not different. what they used to be. Right, and I think it has to do with. Well, I think they are what they used to be. Yeah, it's, Maybe, it's that we notice. Stevens, it. you're right. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah, they are what they used to be. Yeah, we just notice it now. We're just noticing now. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So we tie it up three to three. We get the uh, one point. Yep. It's not great, but it's not bad. Hello, Allianz Field. Yep. So, we come back, guys. We're going to talk to some guys from New York. New York. We oh, are, actually. Yes. It's crazy they're here. Yeah. And guys from TNE. We're talking about the uh, stadium experience, what we liked about the stadium, what we didn't like about the stadium. Because yeah. I, have, I have a couple things I liked about it. I have a couple things I did not like about it. I agree. We're going to talk about uh, that and some other. Are we going to talk about John's face paint? We will talk that about may okay. come up. That may come so, up. So let's. We're going to break. Our buddy Johnny has face paint on right now. He still does. And it still does. We'll talk about it a little bit. We'll come back to Dual Citizen in a couple minutes.
processing here. Sorry. We I'm are drunk. back. I'm drunk. Whoa. That was, Whoa. I'm drunk. That was a massive spike. Thank Sorry. You. <laughs> I'm very drunk right now. We are... We're back at Dual Citizen. I'm sorry. We're back at Dual Citizen, guys. Uh, we're going to talk about the game today because it was the first game at Allianz Field. And we have, of course, Zach and Corey here from t and And they're going to talk about what the experience was, guys. In the Wonderwall. In the Wonderwall, yeah. How was the experience for you guys? listeners out there, you can tell my voice is pretty well shot compared to the last few times. Hey, it's shit. Oh, I mean, I, Thank guess, you. I guess we could start from the beginning. How was the uh, how was the march into the stadium? The, How'd that go? The march the march went really well. Um, it was actually it went a lot better than I thought it would. So I, it literally the front office helping by closing the section down and stuff and getting people in there. Yeah, it was awesome. And and. I, I can't believe how many people actually showed up. I loved it. So but now, let's go back a little bit, because we were here at Dual Citizen before the game. Yep. Yes. And Max, God bless his soul. <laughs> He's the coolest guy ever. Yes, oh, he yes, he is. He lets you guys be here and do your old chants and things and do all that teamy stuff. Yes. You guys got all excited for the game. Yep. You got on that light rail. Yeah. Over to the stadium, did your little march. Yep. Yep. And then after that, it was pure bliss, wasn't it? It was. It was pure. Yes, it was pure bliss. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Um, it was. It's such a long time coming, and it, and for me, like I, I was so anxious come leading up to it, yeah. and. Yeah, it was such a, such a surreal feeling to finally have this to so, finally be there. I'm sorry. So you guys were you guys up in Blaine? Yes. Yes. Okay, I was a Blaine fan myself. So to see this happen after being up in Blaine for how many years? Yeah. Yep. It must have made it's exciting, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh. I mean, when I woke up this morning. I had a half chub. <laughs> I did. I did. It's only on field, man. I mean, why wouldn't you? When, like, even like you, you guys were found. T and E. I mean, right. You guys were founded in 15, 2015. 15, 15, yeah. Yep. So I mean, at that time, you know, the excitement of start, you know, branching off and starting right. a new supporters group. Did you really have this in mind? Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, I, mean, I was going to say they were. It was we started, a big lead. We started out with nine guys, and when we started in 2015, yeah. they weren't even selling on blame. So we were going up, yeah. and there was crowds at 45, 5,000 max when we started. So to go from that to the palace down you know, down the oh, yeah. street is just it's it's, mind-blowing. And it's a palace. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's so, beautiful. Let me ask you guys what did you guys love about the stadium? What did you guys like about it? I love how close we are to the pitch. Okay. Um, you know, where every every ball that goes over the crossbar goes wide, yeah. it's it's gonna hit somebody, and, and I love that. I I love being that close and feeling that energy. And when we're sitting there yelling at at Sean Johnson, and yeah. and, he, and he looks over and gives us a side eye because we're that close to him, we can rub him the wrong way. Right? Yeah, it just feels like you can practically touch him. I mean, yeah. that yeah. goal, the goal, the back of the goal is so close to that first right. roll. Nope. It's amazing. And, and for me, I started out eight rows back. It still felt like I was right up against, you know, against the pitch. Second half, I went up to the top. Still felt like I was right on the pitch. So, I mean... As far as that goes, they, they knocked that out of the park by a long shot. I mean, that's just, it doesn't matter what seat you're in in that stadium, you feel like you're in the front row. So before we go into the whole, like, what did you guys like about it? Let's go back to Blaine a little bit. Because okay. in Blaine, the thing I loved about it was I could stand behind the opposing goaltender. Yep. Oh, yeah. And talk to him in his foreign language, which I would look at my iPhone and say, how do you say you suck in uh, 
how do you say you suck <laughs> in whatever language it is? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and I would do that, right? So is this like better than that? It's it's pretty damn close. It's, it's about the same. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the only the only thing is it's Allianz is just a little bit louder than Blaine, so you really you really gotta use your voice if you wanna do well, that. Well the the one thing I noticed, we're standing back there and we gave up first goal and Vito actually turned around and apologized. What? Did and, he really? Yeah. He and, did? And I could hear it. I mean, yeah, he's like, I'm sorry. You know, and he turns around and says it. And because I was at the towards the middle, I could hear it. So I mean that at that that's what made Blaine was the same way. I was there when, you know, Sammy and Jock threw the ball into his own goal in the oh, 2016. Oh, oh, yeah. And he did the same thing. He's like, I'm so sorry. You know? And it it, it was the same feeling. So let's go away from Blaine. What did you guys like about saying? I mean, some things that you guys want to bring up to the to United about what's wrong it help out with it's a, and we'll, we can talk about that it's a little tough because it was the first it right. was the first yeah. game, first game. Yeah. There's, there's gonna, they're going to learn a few things yeah. and you right. just got to work out the, yeah. and they were literally the working on stuff that's, this morning that's so I mean it's not going to you know it's not perfect by any means but as far as criticisms of the stadium it's I, I don't have any really with the actual stadium itself I have it with crowd control and things I mean just stuff in a section I mean it's not which hopefully they'll be able to work on exactly I, I think the only thing I one of the things I would say is because of, I mean Allianz Field is just absolutely beautiful absolutely right. gorgeous the way you know it's outer shell how it lights up at night right. I think because of that they're a little restricted with the amount of concourse space that they could have. Exactly. And, you know, it's good and bad. But, right. I mean, I think that would be one thing. Of course, it was sold out first game of the year, but I did notice the concourses, at, specifically at certain points. They were, were a little small. A little crunched. Yeah. Especially on, on our end, it was Oh yeah. It was tough to move around. So We were over your end. Yeah, it was tough to move around. Hopefully they can uh, rearrange some carts and and do some of that stuff to make a little more room but I mean that's that's minor that's trivial for it being the first game though and and really only having the dry run of the meet your seat event right I think they did I think it was fine it was great yeah I I I'm different though because I have such I have high aspirations and low expectations so not to get disappointed on something and I actually knew that about the first time I met you. I was like, yes, high aspirations, low expectations. By everything. I, I was going to say something, but. <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Go for the one time my, my ex wife might listen to it, she'll hear that <laughs> I think I think what I what I love and what I want what I want people to love is especially. You know, the, the, the fan that has maybe not been to another soccer-specific right. venue before, um, who's been a Minnesota sports fan, is maybe just starting to get into the looms. Right. Um, just the venue there at Allianz is so unique. Yes. You know, oh, yeah. a, a venue of that size, 19,000 people, you know, that's very similar to, say, Excel right. or the Target Center, but it's outdoors. It's yes. open air. It's yes. just, and the uh, what you guys do in the Wonderwall, the supporter section, is just... It makes that atmosphere of game days right. so incredible. You guys do a great job. You do. Thank you. And uh, I, I want to say, guys, um, again, thank you for letting us be a part of uh, TD a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely. Two I, weeks ago, we were here. Right. Another podcast. Now, we were like, why are you guys at Dual Citizen? I'm like, so, well, now I just so the the noise level is incredible. Yeah. Obviously, opening inaugural game at Allianz. Right. Are you going to keep that up for every game? Actually, actually, um, to be honest with you, <laughs> we weren't loud enough. Oh, we 
we we expected it to be so much louder, louder than it was. Okay. And so we we have some work to do you know, to get and, it louder. And I think you touched on that just a couple of weeks ago. Do you think that's because there's a lot of new members, and there's a lot what, of new it, people in that section? And that's what that's what it is. Well, it's, it's people that don't know the supporter, you know, bought, bought supporters tickets because sure. let's face it, it's the cheapest ticket in the building and don't really know the supporters culture. So it's on us to teach those people supporters culture. Like I said, we, we have work to do. All day. All day. All, all, all day. Well, I don't know if you heard that in the background, but a glass finally broke and it literally took all day for one to finally break. Yeah. Good on us. <laughs> and I don't just want to chime in, but I was in the upper echelon right. of the Wonderwall yeah. in, in our section, and there were some people that looked at me and said, will you simmer down? And I'm like, no. I'm like, it's not happening. And I actually looked at one, I'm like, I wish I was 15 rows closer, right. but I got here too late. Yep. And it, it's not going to change. No. You know, I mean... And when I say us, I'm not just talking about me and Zach. Yeah. I'm talking about John. A newer yeah, member. Right. Yeah. I'm talking about, you know, you people up there that get what we're doing, we're asking you, talk to the people next to you, talk to the people behind you, in front of you, show them what it means to be a supporter in that section of Minnesota United, be so, a part of the Wonder Woman. Yeah, so in some ways it's kind of, the growth potential is exciting then. I mean, oh, there's a lot more, there's a lot further. You right. Know, you can go a oh, lot further. Absolutely. But, but that's exciting. We went from, what was it, 1,500 at TCF? And now we're twenty eight, seventy five, or whatever the yeah. numbers. So it's, it's, it's a learning curve, and you know, that's, it's our labor of love. It's what we, you know, it's why we, we put it. It's why we put in all the time and the effort exactly to, to try and bring that, bring all that energy every time, every match. And, so now and, you do it. You know, we want the twenty eight, whatever the numbers in our in our section. We want it to be nineteen five. Yeah. Doing, yeah. you want the whole section. We want the whole the stadium. Whole, yep. Yep. I do. Doing what we do. I do too. And I think I think Dave, David Sterling was probably the loudest person in our section during <laughs> all your chants. I so. hope so. He yeah. should be. Yeah. And I, he knows. I was in our row, right. upper. Right. So I did what I needed. But we to still do. get the looks. Would you agree? We still get the looks. We're yeah. hoping but to change. But Sterling. That. But here's the thing. He was the loudest in his section at TCF. Yeah. yeah. He kept it going before him. You know, Dave in the big money seats, you know. People are used to showing up. They're used to showing up and giving the golf clap, and that's fine. Yeah. But, you know, we want them, when we do MNUFC, when we do Come On United, we we want 19.5 to join us. So that's, you know, like I said, we we have work. But... It's our. It, it's what we love to do. So no, we're all right, to do that. all right, boys. We have to get going because we got New York guys on the pitch over here. <laughs> yep. They want to talk about the stadium too. But yeah, you guys are going to be there. Uh, we're going to a special place in uh, about a month. Yep. We are going to a special place. We're not going to say where we're going. Yep. We know. But you guys are going to be there. We're going to be there. We'll be there. He has to be on the podcast. Oh, yeah, why not? Sure. Sure. Zach, you're going to be there. Uh, Corey, you're right. You're right. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. Sure. I will. (laughs) Johnny will be there, too. I will not. It's a mini vacation with my boys. I will not be there. Well, he's not If if John's not going to be there, I'll I'll come. Okay. You can can, can take my place. But I do want to say I want to thank the guys that you know the league for being on the podcast. Uh, They're going to be at the special place. And then in June, we're going to Madison. Absolutely. And you guys will be there in Madison. I'll be, I'll be in Madison, yep. I think I'll be there. Why I'm, wouldn't I'm, you be? I don't know. I'm unconfirmed yet. Why wouldn't you be? I will be there. I'm extremely... Okay. I'm well, extremely... We'll con- agree to that. We'll agree to that. I'm extremely Fine. confirmed. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be there. Okay. All right. I'm still waiting for my vacation. We'll talk about I know now, now, now I'm being held up, too. It's now I have to go. You have to go. Okay. Madison says we have to go. We have but to go. before we go, guys, Madison's done a great job with oh their marketing goodness. and stuff. Oh, they're amazing. Let me tell you guys, they have so many followers. Yes, they do. They won the. Uh, they were the top follower. Yes. On Twitter, all the uh, T 
teams in that league. Yes. Oh, really? By they far, were. By far. Not even Some far. of the merch stuff that they've been dropping, too, oh, has been unbelievable. I oh, love, we love it. Them. We love those guys. So do I. We do, too. So, we'll be in Madison in June. Yep. Maybe we got something secret going on, but these two guys are going to leave us right now. New York guys are coming up next. All right. Well... We, we should probably say good luck to Ford Madison tonight. Absolutely. Down, yeah, down in North Ford Madison. Madison. Clock, we love you. We love you. Zach and Corey, thank you very much, yeah. guys. Always a pleasure. Thank Any you guys. Anytime. Anytime. Stay around. I'll buy you guys some beers. <laughs> Sounds good. Listen to the New York guys talk about their thing. So, we have New York guys coming next. Here's the deal. We got uh, Brandon, and Brandon, Brandon, and Austin. These guys are New York fans. They are. Now, one of you guys from New Jersey. Yeah, that would be me, Austin. Austin's from New Jersey. Brandon's from uh, Manhattan. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So you guys came out here for this game. Yes, we did. Okay. Uh-huh. So, how long ago did you plan this trip? Um, when the schedule came out. Yeah, schedule yeah. came out. Schedule I was looking, saw this was your opening day. I said, this is a stadium I have to be to. And because yeah, um, you, you mentioned you had uh, been to a couple others. Yeah, so just... I went to uh, to Bank of California Stadium last year, their inaugural season, Audi Field, like two or three games in, and just trying to go to every MLS stadium. So if I can go opening day, not opening year, it would be electric, and that's what it was today. So what did you guys think? I mean, I don't think we have a foot to stand on because we play in Yankee Stadium, but... Whoa! Let's talk about this for a minute. Sorry, sorry. One, one minute, one minute. One minute, okay. Yankee Stadium, you guys play in Yankee Stadium. Yes, we yeah. do. The house that... Well, no, it's not because they changed it's it. It's George Steinbrenner built. Yeah, the house, the house that George Steinbrenner built. built. It's not the house that Ruth built anymore. The house that... I mean, what do you guys feel about playing in a baseball stadium? It's... It's not the best situation. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it's the worst, but it's close to it. Yeah, yeah here, here's yeah. a question. That's a, that, that's a good summary. Here's a question, though, for you. So, like, for example, the Loons, for the first two years of their MLS existence, we, we played in TCF Bank Stadium, which is the home of the uh, Minnesota Gophers yes. football team. What do you think would be better if they were, if uh, NYCFC was playing where they are in Yankee Stadium or, say, in the Meadowlands? See, the thing about the Meadowlands is it's turf. That was the one thing you have going for Yankee Stadium is yeah. grass. It might not be the best grass, but I prefer grass over turf. Yeah, and I think that was a big complaint from TCF Bank. Actually. Also, that the big thing is Yankee turf. Stadium's actually in New York City, where that's our big thing with New York City is the Red Bulls, they play in New Jersey. Give them shit. Like, we want to be the team that plays inside the five boroughs, which has been the most difficult part about getting a stadium done. So I get that, so whether the sight lines are... I, I imagine in a baseball stadium, the sight lines can't be as good as even in, say, the Meadowlands, but... No, they, they just stink sometimes. Like, so, for, like, the Hudson River Derby, the place will be sold out, like, the seats that they sell, and then around the foul poles will be empty. And it's just empty because you can't see. You just can't see around them. So... Being New Yorkers, guys, how was... Did you guys drive here or fly here? We flew, we flew here. here. We flew here. Good choice. So how's yeah. MSP? Yeah. MSP is a great place to fly into. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Much better than New York that I flew out yeah. of. Where are you guys? Are you guys staying in Minneapolis? Yeah, we're staying on uh, uh, South 9th Street. 9th Street, like two blocks from USA Bank Stadium, U.S. Bank oh, Stadium. Oh, you don't want to say that because I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, am I not allowed to say <laughs> words? <laughs> People want to come with it. No, I'm saying. No, they're going to they're come find yeah, me. They're yeah, they'll find you. No, I, it's not live. We're, we're leaving before you guys hear this. <laughs> there you go. There this you is go. Minnesota nice. You don't have to worry. We're all Minnesota nice. So getting to the stadium was oh, easy okay as can for be. us. Hopped on the light rail. Really? Yeah, oh, it was great. Uh, yeah. That would have to be one of our complaints, I would say. Really? Yeah, because we're used to having, you know, going to a stadium maybe and having massive parking lots. So yeah. we were a little concerned with the issue, like like public transportation, light rail, We, we hopped on the light rail, took yeah. us like 30 minutes, like a 10-minute walk from our place. It was ridiculous. So, it was so easy. I think I think we look at it from a different perspective. Yeah. Like New Yorkers, like, 
I would say the only benefit of being at Yankee Stadium is the fact that you can hop on the train from yeah. mid Midtown Manhattan and you're there in 25 minutes. Well, that's so why. that's a great part. And yeah. like, so when people say like you're worried about parking, that's something that we just it doesn't resonate with us. It's like not like a thing we consider. We just like don't think about parking. That's why I love New Yorkers because you guys have a whole different feel to your whole city, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, St. Paul is more spread out. Definitely. Okay? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So we're all from. I'm from Otsego, which is way in the northwest side. Stevens is from uh, Plymouth. Okay. North, north, west, no, northwest side. Sermon's from the uh, kind of the northwest side as well. And we always worry about how are we going to get to the stadium. Yeah. There's not a transit line that goes No, up I, to I can't we're walk at. out of my house and get on a train. Yeah. So that's the thing. Yeah. We that's have the Uber. Difference. Yeah. Back in the day, we had cabs, which were yeah. expensive. You guys in New York, though. Yeah. I mean, you have. Um, uh, subways. Subway, yeah. You have Ubers. You have everything. Uh, so how do you get? How do you guys get to stadiums? How do you guys get? To so coming from Jersey, I uh, I either drive up north to a New Jersey Transit station or take one from like my hometown. Take the New Jersey Transit onto the subway in the stadium. So I'm there you I'm go. used to yeah. this public transit. Like walking to. 15 minutes to the subway in like yeah. downtown Minneapolis was fantastic to yeah. get right to the stadium. And like, then, go, yeah, maybe going there is easier, but what? How, how about leaving? Like, because I worry about the lines, the queues. Okay, so we can't really talk about that being held in the stadium 30 minutes after as NYCFC fans, so the lines died down by that. But it wasn't a bad experience for us. No, I, I mean, I, I thought they handled it well. I Especially I, for a first I, yeah, game ever yeah, yeah. in the stadium. The first, the first day, you know, you're getting the kinks out. I thought they handled it well. I mean, you guys are saying that, you know, maybe the mass transit isn't the best way to go. But uh, well, it might be. It, yeah, might, it be. might. No, you're, you're right. It might be. But, like, for, like, opposing fans coming in, I they'd be on the mass transit all the time. So, I think as, like, for away fans, that worked perfectly because you can, you can take the train from the uh, airport yeah. into Minneapolis Wherever you're staying, one night in the morning, you're right on the train, right to the stadium. You guys have to realize that in Minneapolis, we're not used to mass transit at all. Well, that the green well, drive, drive, the green line that yeah. runs, you know, from here to but the stadium. No, I think that's, that's like, two years that's old. Crazy that's the difference. Yeah, you guys are used to that. Yeah, shit. that's the difference. So when you guys say it's totally fine, yeah, that makes me think. Well, they're doing something good. Yeah, no, totally. Because we're not used to that. Yeah. How Everybody well, else around here is saying, oh, it's terrible. Oh, we had to wait. Wait. We had to wait. Did you guys like, drive to the game today? No, we took it. Okay, I was going to say, like, how was the traffic, like, going up into it? Well, around here, it's not bad. Now, if you go Especially to the stadium. On game day? If you go to the stadium, it'd be bad. Okay. But United, put out, United put out a big thing saying, don't drive to the stadium. Yeah. If you yeah. want to, you can. There's... A little bit of parking. You're going to deal with it. But park around here. Park over here. Take light rail. Now, light rail comes from Minneapolis. Yes. Okay? So you can park down by the Twin Stadium and take light rail all the way over. And it's not, it was maybe a 20 minute uh, twenty minute light rail ride, which yeah. is nothing. Cracked right. open a few beers. I don't know if you're allowed to do that on there, but we did. And well, you're not supposed to. But I People think, do it all the time. I think that's the thing, like, that in New York, we don't we don't have it's like we don't have to park our car somewhere and, yeah. and, and take an uber to the light rail like you know we're, we're accessible the, the only redeeming quality of yankee stadium is that it's it's accessible yeah. from basically anywhere you want it to be right. so that's the only good part so, so you know you hop on the train after work you're at the game in 20 minutes and that's a good part so before we got we let you guys go um Allianz field one to ten I mean, one to ten. Oh, yeah. Oh. Honestly. 6.9. 6.9. Wow. Actually, that's like in stadiums in general. MLS, I'd give it, honestly, it's in my favorite MLS, like 9 out of 10. Have you been to Kansas MLS? City? I have not been to Kansas City. All right. I've been, yeah, to, uh, yeah. I've been to Gillette. I've been to Red Bull. I've been out to LA. I've been down to DC. Go to KC. KC. That's the next one on the bucket I, list. I, I, nine and a half. I, the only, the only, the only bad thing I can say is maybe the, the capacity is a little too light. I don't know if that's going to be a big deal or not. Ex- they can extend it. 
other than that, it's really not a bad thing you could uh, say. It's got the roof. Yeah. It's perfect. I mean. Well, I mean, it's the greatest stadium, guys. And I yeah, appreciate I mean, you guys saying what you said about it because you normally don't get. The, 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 uh, just not even like the sight lines, just the seat, like the, the paintings on the seats, whatever you want to call it. It's gorgeous. funny because we usually get a lot of people on here who are, of course, United fans. Yeah. And they're going to say, oh, it's the greatest. They're having New York guys on here telling us what it is. Oh, it's a beautiful stadium. I, it's gorgeous. I, I would kill for one of them. If I, if, well, if, you guys are in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, if, if you could put one of them in the Bronx right now, Which, that'd be perfect. As a baseball fan, isn't bad. No, it's not the worst. I mean, not the worst. But it's not the best either. It's a good it's a good stadium, but it's not for soccer. No, right? certainly not. So, um, it's, a, it's definitely regulation size. That's what they tell us. <laughs> yes. The win that is, is regulation. Yes. I was paid to, I was paid to say that <laughs> by Chief Ben Sewer. I want to thank both of you guys for coming on tonight. Well, thank you guys for having uh, us. Our pleasure. Uh, yeah. So, you guys, you have anything to say? I do. Stevens, you got anything to say? You good? All right. And myself, Tony Pervenanzi, for David Sterling, Dave Stevens. We'll talk to you guys in two weeks. Celebrate the 4th of July from the comfort of home and save on must-haves during Kohl's Friends and Family Sale. This Thursday through Sunday, take an extra 20% off festive tops for the family, patio furniture, and get 10% off outdoor toys. Plus, get Kohl's cash. Plus, limited contact store drive-up. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Offers valid June 25th through 28th. 20% off with promo code FAMILYSHOP. 10% off toys, offers, and coupons do not apply. Select styles. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details.